please. Kiss me. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast, where we discuss each of the National Treasure's cinematic masterpieces in his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character this week, and I would be the king, or Adrian. I'm Linda Castro, or the cheese. And I am Big Chief, or Donnie. <laughs> uh, how, Big Chief Donnie? How do you do? <laughs> Not well, because <laughs> this week it's 1992, and we are on frickin' Honeymoon in Vegas. Uh, Indeed. Now, it's called Honeymoon in Vegas, but it's it's kind of unusual. You know, you'd think this kind of sunny, you know, glitzy plot would be going on, you know, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, so what it is is uh, Nicholas Cage is Jonathan Harker, and uh, his 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 wife uh, the, or wife to be uh, with Mina, yeah, yeah, is uh, played by what's her name from Sex in the City? There, Sarah Jessica Parker. SJP. Yeah. And uh, you know, before he can close the deal, he's got one last thing he wants to do over there in Transylvania. But uh, Mina's like, magic. no, take me along, and he's like, well, okay, my legs asleep. I guess we'll do it. And, uh, you know, then they're over there minding their own business when uh, James Conn comes along as Count Dracula and notices Mina's striking resemblance to his long-dead wife from back when he was Vlad the Impaler. And so, you know, he sort of whisks her away to foggy London for a little while, and Jonathan Harker's like, Bomberino, I'm going to have to pursue her. And uh, somehow through, uh, you know, mostly through lies and through charm, you know, Count Dracula there sort of charms Mina into going along with it. Until they all wind up back in Transylvania to this kind of goofy climax. Yeah. Yeah. Which involves either parachuting or getting a stake through the heart, it, whichever one you please. Uh, some of those locations may be different and the character names may also be different. And there might have been something about Elvis in there. Honeymoon well, in Vegas. Yeah. I think there was also some mind shattering dreams or visions rather of naked mothers vacuuming too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was a symbol. Of uh, yeah, no, I, I'm glad you brought this up. So this this movie actually begins with with Nicolas Cage going to a hospital room where his mother Anne freaking Bancroft is dying. Hell yeah! And 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 uh, and and she's like, screw the doctors, make me a promise, Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage is like, oh, well, all right. And he's like, promise you'll always love me. And he's like, yeah, of course. And then she'll never get married. Like what? Wow. I can't promise that. That's huge. And then she dies in front of him. He's like, Mom, I'll never get married. <laughs> and uh, since this was between the years of 1987 and 1993, we get an animated opening titles. Yeah. And then we get this that. voiceover narration from Cage about uh, how, you know, like he's got this great girlfriend, Sarah Jessica Parker, but he can't pull the trigger on getting married. He's all traumatized about his mom dying. Trouble is that the whole thing about his mom dying and him dreaming about her is dropped almost immediately. Yeah. yeah. Until it is mentioned once again once at the end. And I'm thinking like, you know, if you assholes had followed up on this, that would have been the real movie. Too bad that's it not in there. Fun. I, I feel I feel like that because this this doesn't really want to be a laugh out loud comedy. I think this wanted to be a laugh quietly to myself comedy, more or less. Uh, Andrew, yeah. Andrew Bergman, uh, he, he wrote, he wrote the in-laws with, uh, with Peter Falk and he wrote Fletch before this. Wow. And Blazing which, Saddles. Yeah. And he was a writer on and Blazing Silkish. Saddles. Yeah. No. And, and, and as a writer, you know, he, he had his strengths, uh, as a director, not so much since he directed this and it could happen to you. And he also, uh, wrote Striptease. So, I mean. And, and, yeah. He, uh, the last thing he directed was Striptease. Yeah. Which yeah, <laughs> I uh, I didn't actually see that one. 
Um, butt rape and dancing. And Burt Reynolds naked and jelly. Are you sure that isn't our recast of Zandley? It well, I mean, it had to come from somewhere. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so did Burt. Little little conflicted. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, uh, honeymoon in Vegas is is largely about uh, uh, they're they're in Vegas and they're totally just about to get married, and then James Caan shows up and uh, it, it rigs rigs a card game uh, to to get he Nicolas Cage in death. Cons him. Yeah, a friendly game, quote unquote, uh, gets him in debt to the tune of sixty five thousand dollars. And by the way, every time they're in Las Vegas, they're staying at Bally's. So it's like a great big commercial mm-hmm. for Bally's. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yeah. And they're constantly making um, announcements over the intercom about Reminding the, the you latest that you're, winner in Bally's. Yeah, yeah, that they're at Bally's. Yeah, they get the logo out there quite a bit. Yeah, I guess how this guy financed, I can't imagine. Mm. Uh, this so, movie was a lot more whimsical than I remember. Uh, you, you know, looking at it again, because I think I haven't seen this since I was about 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw it on television with my parents. And at, at, at the time, I was like, this movie is really unremarkable and drab. Like, why, yeah. did, why did this movie happen? And looking at it again, it's still unremarkable and drab. But I'm noticing more like about how Cage attempted to infuse his part with some life. Um, and like pretty much any any moment that's worth remembering from this film is just some, something he's doing there. Um, well, yeah. and this is uh, the first in what he refers to as his sun's, Sunshine Trilogy, which includes uh, Honeymoon in Vegas, Guarding Tess, and uh, It Could Happen to You. I really I fucking want to punch hate him in the ball sack for saying that. Sunshine <laughs> Trilogy. <laughs> yeah, well, seriously, I... Just I, I, right I, I, I've sack. never seen all the guarding tests, but 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 honeymoon in Vegas and it could happen to you. I really, really freaking hate those movies. Yeah, I'm, before I'm just gonna, you said that, go ahead. No, I, I just, I just, I just had to get that out there. This, this may be divisive. Although uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, the, the, if that, if that's a measure of anything, the critics gave this about sixty-one percent. The audiences give it about thirty-two percent. Oh yeah, because mm. I was going to say um, <laughs> this. I maybe it's because of watching these shitty fucking movies, but it almost felt like this was something that was below him because I just can't yeah. see him in all the other shit we've done and going yeah. into an early 90s rom-com that really was just the essence of everything that was wrong with those kind of rom-coms oh, back it then. is puerile this is the kind of PG shit you drag your, your grandma to you know yeah like, I mean that's is, why well, it's, it's, it's funny like, you'd say that actually because he was watching an old television interview with Jim Morrison who uh, who was saying that he doesn't think he they've done a song yet that conveys pure happiness, and so he wanted to do something that wasn't so angst ridden, and uh, then he spoke to his uh, his maternal grandmother Divi, who told him that she wanted him to do something that she could see with her friends, something funny. So wow, we got that from grandma. Fucking grandma. Stupid ass grandma. <laughs> Go back to a home. <laughs> you know, grandma, odds are you're not going to know what's going on on screen anyway. You're going to tune in and out. Vampire's Kiss will just be a romance to you. It's fine. <laughs> You'll fall asleep 20 minutes into it. Who gives a shit? <laughs> At one point, there was a black woman in it, and then later it closes the deal in this basement. It was so romantic. 
<laughs> I remember I liked the ending. That's all I saw. Yeah, no, that, they were happily ever after, I remember. Although, you know, there's a little trouble in paradise, you could tell. But, you know, they walk off into the sunset, or maybe that was a dream. I'm not sure. Actually, you know what? This might have been too much for Grandma, because there was a lot of hairy-chested men in this movie. <laughs> well, and speaking so, of old person speak... Uh, that there's um, in the the scene where they're um, they're in the hotel room playing the uh, poker game where he loses sixty five thousand dollars to uh, which is the worst James scene Scott's in the movie. Um, there's an uh, an Asian Elvis impersonator. There yes. is, and they keep pointing it out. <laughs> <laughs> but he is credited in at least in IMDb and in the movie as Oriental Elvis. So, well, if that that's, doesn't that's, 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 not, that's not really the old timey uh, racist ra- racist term. If you want to go real, like like nineteen fifteen <laughs> old timey, use the term Asiatic. <laughs> I I just like I got a little kick out of that. Like, oh, well, no, that's why they mean, put like, him but, on but, line uh, because uh, in the credits to the film, he's actually given a name. Oh, no, it's yeah, just, uh, I, I, I think James James Kahn does say his character name once. I think, yeah. but you know, like like a lot of a lot of the character names are not used. But like I read, I read, I read, I looked at the the credits and like it's like 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 Seymour Casals in that scene and his name's like 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 Joey Cataract or something like that. You know? Yeah. And then and then there's then there's uh, James Kahn's, uh you know uh, fat uh, Goomba pal who's always with him. Yeah, his name's Johnny Sandwich, <laughs> and I'm like. This this is this is the this is the level we're stupid to here. This was written by a kindergartner. There's a fat guy named Sandwich because he's fat. Oh, and it was also featuring um, when James Conn and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's characters are talking it over and and discussing like what what's going to happen. Uh, there's a bunch of Elvis impersonators on stage singing, and at one point, uh, you get to see a, oh, a little kid. That's yeah, no, I, I know. Don't don't even kid. say it. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> no, he's had it enough fame. Mars. God damn it, <laughs> little bastard! He was cute though. He was no, 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 no. We're not going to that goddamn level with little kid um, Elvis impersonators. I don't mean to overstep anyone, but the. Uh, Asian Elvis you mentioned, do you know who he is? Mm-hmm. I know I've seen him in other things. Uh, yeah, he was in Crank, but more there noticeably, me and members. Linda would know him from Deadwood as Mr. Wu. But his name in the movie yeah, was uh, Eddie Wu. Wong. Oh, there you go. Oh. Do we know what the actor's name was, though? Uh, yeah, it's Kion Young. I'm, there you go. In case okay. I'm not pronouncing it, I'm I'm very white. That's okay. We're in Washington. <laughs> Yay! But it also had uh, Pat Morita. Yes. It, yeah, yeah, no. Let me let me let me. Uh, there's uh, yeah. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of cast. I mean, Tony Shalhoub's in there. Yes. Um, there's there's oh, a lot yeah. of, of lots of cast members. But let me let me let me. We're, we're still in early days here. Let me get on. Yeah, some you've of only these unpacked the underwear and socks. We need to get to the shorts and shirt. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thong. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Linda, I remember you mentioned earlier uh, when we were going through the the, the various Cage Coppola films that that Cage had wanted to do Bram Stoker's Dracula, and yes. and uh, I feel like this is very much that what he did instead. <laughs> <laughs> you we even got the flashbacks with Sarah Jessica Parker portraying his dead wife. Yes. I mean, you know, like like really, you know, it's. 
Okay, is oh, it yeah, but, Uncle Francis, you won't let me in your movie? I'll, I'll show, show you. you. I'm gonna name some guy Sandwich because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and uh, James Conn is a Count Dracula who sucks money instead of blood. You know. <laughs> but uh, so, dir- so director Andrew Bergman, uh, the bastard. Um, uh, he said it wasn't based on anything. I wanted to do a boy-girl story, <laughs> and in my perverse fashion, it turned out to be this. It turned out to oh, be a comedy oh, version of wow. a decent proposal. He's so crazy and wild. Yeah. How's he come up with it? <laughs> oh, he's like an outlaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Donnie. No, it's so totally not a ripoff. Of, well, yeah, because there's a lot more racist proposal. jokes in this. Like the Indian Elvis is all loving blue Calcutta. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I heard that line before, and I'm like, that is that is the weakest excuse for a joke. This this is this is the kind of joke that might be rejected from a sitcom. Yeah. And then of course you get Peter Boyle playing the chief. Yeah. No, I got I got Norman. I got some uh, some some words to say on that one too. <laughs> okay, Peter Boyle, like I I I was embarrassed for him, although not the most yes. embarrassed I have ever been for him. I love Peter Boyle. But th- this is uh, th- this is this is, well this is probably worse than the role he had in Speedway, aka Cannonball Run Three. Um, it's still better than his role in Species Two, where he said, "I told them not to go to Mars." No. But uh, apparently, Andrew Bergman's uh, use of Peter Boyle in this um, this is this is this is actually Roger Ebert who had this theory. I'm just funneling it on over. But uh, Peter Boyle's uh, portraying the white chief there um, is is supposed to be some kind of revenge on Marlon Brando. Wow. Because Marlon Brando had been in Andrew, Andrew Bergman's uh, The Freshman. Oh, yeah. And, and the movie did well, and it was actually kind of a, like, financially, it was like kind of a comeback for Brando, but Brando didn't like it. It wasn't his kind of movie. He, you know, he did it for the yeah. money. And so, Brando and, and, didn't like a lot of shit. Well, no, he Brando did didn't like a lot of shit, but, but sometimes he wasn't wrong, though. That's the thing. And so in an interview, Sometimes Brando's like, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't much care for it, you know. <laughs> but and Andrew Bergen's like, didn't much care for it. I don't care much for you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we mentioned, we mentioned Anne Bancroft. Um, she's basically Jesus. Yes. Um, Queen Anne. So she she was in David Lynch's The Elephant Man, and uh, of course she was in the Mel Brooks version of To Be or Not to Be, and she was actually married to Mel Brooks. Yeah. Um, so uh, one of the one of the things that uh, annoyed me to no end, and a lot of things in this movie annoy me to no end, uh, but uh, there's a musical score by this guy named David Newman. Uh, David Newman got a lot of work on some uh, bad films and some good ones, but I'm just going to name some highlights here, oh. if, if you don't mind. Uh, David Newman scored Daddy Daycare. Jesus. Scored the Mike Myers Cat in the Hat. <laughs> Monster in Law. Norbit. God damn. The Spirit. This is like a shit that's just popping right out. <laughs> and Boys on the Side. Oh my god. Oh. It's a cunt, dear. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, treasure. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's that's it for me. In fact, the rest is just sort of me foaming at the mouth. But uh, back to Roger Ebert, I will say that he gave this movie three and a half out of four stars. That seems a little much, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Just the t- yeah. There's at least three too many stars yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can give it half a star for Cage and, and trying desperately to save it. Yeah, with jokes like I haven't seen this many sideburns since West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> he is a ham. Uh, 
Uh, oh, that's uh, that's some of the New York wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that scene would not end. No. Now that uh, that's this this might be a peeve though because for I I can't poker scenes. Yes, like like scene, scenes yeah. of guys playing card games for big for big stakes and 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 this isn't like baccarat and stuff like yeah. that where it's like European and pretentious like in a James Bond movie because you know somebody's going to shoot somebody and 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 the and the gambling sort of a digression yeah, yeah. you know but in 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 the American ones though the poker scene. That's the big scene. They're like, oh look, you know, they're all they're they're fucking their mustaches at each other. You know, it's always it's always this this fucking uh, you know masculine right. posturing kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's this there's this movie with 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 fucking um, God, this is a tangent. Um, there's there's, there's this movie with fucking Michael Dudikoff and and and, uh, and Lee Majors called Musketeers Forever. <laughs> Which no one should ever watch. I'm, I'm making it clear right now. But the opener is one of those scenes where it's supposed to be in Vegas and they're supposed to be in this fancy casino high roller room and everybody's, you know, sweating and having tells. And yeah. Like, you know, and, the, and I don't give a fuck, dude. Fuck poker. I know. Plus, Khan had the worst poker face even for a setup game. I mean, you could have been a little more obvious and on the nose about, oh, this isn't a setup. What are you talking about? Give me your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i wrecked my brain i am going to screw your fiance yeah it's like don't go looking for a little okay. shark just give me your girlfriend for the weekend well and i've got like i i, I as the woman the person with fallopian tubes yes here, we like, know you're I, a woman an oman <sighs> um i have a fucking problem with movies that that just do such a shit job of writing women well, Where, this like, is um, this is not, not not to step over the only Oman, but you know, like on 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 the poker theme, this is one of those movies that fails the Bechdel test so hard, and that the woman is merely a poker chip, yes. much yeah. like uh, Wall Street Two, Money Never Sleeps. Yes, she's not a person; she's a thing. Hey, she helps bring snacks <laughs> during poker. She's a good woman. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. It opens his can of beer for yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's you like, tried Sarah Jessica character... Parker, but she had nothing to work yeah. with. Her character is just so fucking infuriating where it's like, well, not, like she gets so pissed off. She's like, you turned me into a whore, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> like she's so pissed off about it. And then she hears his sad story about his wife dying. And she's like, oh, I'm going to go to Hawaii with him and, and, and meet his family and then it's like the melanoma oh, story was tacked on even when she wasn't included in it. And it's like, oh yeah, remember that yes. time I had a wife? Oh yeah, she was beautiful, but she got the skin cancer. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, who knew the sun <laughs> could give you skin cancer? She died from skin What's cancer. What's sad is they give her it's little sad. moments. It is sad. They give her little moments where it's like, hey, you're kind of smart, and she even points out to him. Do you know how astronomical the chances are of you guys having those hands in a game? Right. And he's like, right. gosh, you're yeah, such no. a smart cookie. <laughs> it's like you're you're not a <laughs> Answering my question. Look at you. <laughs> you can read. Yeah, no, and then some pages go missing, and she's like, I'll marry you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she spent, like, a couple days with him and saw how, like, fucking rich he is, and she's like, yeah, sure, I'll marry you. What, what the hell? And then, <sighs> all of a sudden, he's like, well, I'll give you a million dollars if you marry me, and if it doesn't work out, then we get divorced, you keep the million dollars. And then she gets offended. Then she's like... 
What? Yeah, they they they, kind of, they have her they have her like suddenly get a little bit conflicted like on the flight back. I guess it's a long flight, yeah. but they you know time time is compressed there and, and not another. Well, as a walking uterus, uh, how did you feel about him not being able to keep up with her with horseback riding and hiking and all these other wonderful activities? Oh well, I think that was just like just the play on their fucking age. Well, yeah, and the fact he can't handle yeah, the, the woman he difference. wants to marry, and then he would just end up neglecting. They got they got that 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 gag where they're where they're walking around and he like falls out of out of frame, and it's all like, oh look, it's like a yeah. cartoon. He 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 he. They're so cute together. <laughs> he gave her a Hawaiian flower. Yeah. Are we still unpacking Thus, this that, thing? Uh, well, the whole the whole Hawaii thing, by the way, is like is is, is almost half Hawaii. I hate this. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, I mean, it just goes nowhere. This, no love for Hawaii. Well, no, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and 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 and, uh, and and the first time I watched it, I'm like, it's called Honeymoon in Vegas. Yeah. they're not on their yeah. honeymoon, and for most of the movie, they're not even in Vegas. I'm just wondering if that had to do with <laughs> the cost of shooting, because Vegas is a pretty expensive like, place. <laughs> but Hawaii, <laughs> though, <laughs> because so, like, like in one scene, he will be in. Uh, I don't know where the hell it is. I guess it's New York. Yeah. And then they're in, uh, then, then they're all of a sudden in Vegas and he can barely afford the suite that he gets, but somehow <laughs> yes. he can afford to go to well, Hawaii. Yes. They, they could have made to, that into its own gag. Uh, well, but, but this thing is, is, is barking up the wrong trees for its comedic sources. But the, the reason I think the Hawaii thing happened, the first time I saw this, I was just seething. I couldn't, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't even think. But, but looking at it again, it's like, it's like, oh, well, wait, wait. All the locations tie into the Elvis theme because Elvis mm-hmm. did Viva Las Vegas and he did Blue yeah. Hawaii. Oh, and then I was thinking, but like, but Elvis also did Fun in Acapulco. True. Just go to Mexico. It's better than Hawaii. Well, they were know, saving that one for Fool's Rush In. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such... You know, I was thinking about that during this. I'm like, man, I yeah, wish I was too. watching Fool's Rush In. That was such a better movie. It really was. It really was. And that actually... That movie was actually kind of about what it was about. Like, it addressed things. Yes. And it didn't It didn't have any of that... It, it didn't have any goofy, stupid comedy. You know, like, it was all sort no. of organic. Oh, yeah. But, like, in this... Like, a Cage is... One minute he's in New York... The next, he's in a suite in Vegas that he can't afford. Mm. Then he's back in New York, and then yeah, right back on the job. Yeah, yeah. Although that is that is where we get the best scene, though, where where the guy's talking more about about how hard Tyson's bawling his wife after seeing the obviously fake (laughs) because you get you get the you get the close ups of his mouth like like touching her, fondling her, and Cage is like, "Do you want to give me a heart attack?" And it's like, oh, Cage, you tried so hard. Well, if I remember, Cage, didn't he say when they arrived in their uh, room in Vegas that he got it because of one of his clients he helped out? Or that that's one of the people that pulled strings yeah, yeah, for him? Well, well we're, this is, this, we're kind of back on the Italian-American stereotype yeah. train with this one. Like, wait, wait, mm. back with like his 80s Oh, films. and you mean like his and dentist that, that, slash bookie friend? Yeah, no, yeah, no. He's yeah. he's got he's got all these all these friends, possibly relatives, you know, that he may or may not play poker with, and they're all very Italian stereotype. Yeah. An overbearing mother. And, and like, you know, no one will ever love you as much as I love you. <laughs> yeah, no, you got yeah, ab- absent father. Mm. We should have just watched Kafka. Oh yeah, which they made a <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. But uh, they, no, they, no they, they, they with made me. That- 
address the character names like, again. Joke about like his his dad leaving. Yeah, no. When he meets Pepperita, <laughs> it's like, no, like my my name's my name's Jack. Like like you know like like it's Jack, like yeah, Jack, Jack. I'm gonna buy some cigarettes. I'll be right back. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That was a little. <laughs> it was a little right random. Back. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that Seymour Cassell is Tony Tony Cataracts. Uh Johnny Williams is Johnny Sandwich. Yeah. Uh and uh He's always eating. John uh Cab- oh, Cabadici is Sally Molders. <laughs> and yeah, no, and then and then there's and then there's uh Buddy Walker and Roy Bacon. It's it, it you know, it's it's like uh it's like Bergman was just sort of sitting around the room looking like, What am I gonna call this next character? Oh, there's some bacon right there. <laughs> like, oh, there's a lady walking outside that window there, that there, there walker. <laughs> What was that movie that had the character Coleslaw? Oh god damn it. No, no. <laughs> Actually I do have a question maybe you can answer for me with your behind the scenes stuff. Uh was there any mention of why Khan had Kama Sutra paintings on his walls? I mean, yeah, I couldn't well, help you know, notice I, that. I, I could not find a lot of information on this movie. Oddly enough, the most the, uh, the biggest the biggest amount of information on this is literally just the reviews that on Rotten happened. Tomatoes. <laughs> that's about all that's out there. Yeah, yeah, no, we have a record that this movie exists. Well, I, I found a lot of stuff. What, uh, I like think I think a lot of people just see it and forget yeah. it. It's a mind eraser. Yeah. You know, like we're we're sort of punishing ourselves <laughs> uh, yet again. <laughs> it's a popcorn thing. You just eat well, your popcorn, get out. Oh, what were you saying, Linda? Uh, I found a, a lot of st- like uh, quotes and stuff from uh, both Andrew Bergman and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, yeah. What did she have to say about it? I yeah. was I was hoping to find something. I, I I found sort of an explanation, by the way, for James Caan was in this and a lot of the bad like late eighties, early. What 90s did she stuff have, and how much of it did she have? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, it, this was her first leading role, so I mean, so. after girls just want to have fun, she's going to jump at it, and you know, she did she did well with it. I mean, the shit sandwich that she was given, like, I think she did she did great. Speaking of Sarah but, Jessica Parker, I found out what went wrong with striking distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was actually it <laughs> care was, to share your thesis. It was all Bruce Willis. It turns out, no, he basically took over the entire production and and, and dictated rewrites. Oh, that Bruce Willis! In an interview, he later complained that it sucked, like it wasn't his oh, fault. It was Bruce entirely Willis. his fault. It was another Hudson Hawk. Sorry, I keep talking. Um, so she said when she was talking about it, she said. Um, <clears throat> Quote, it was my big chance and Nick knew it and helped. He was very generous. He was a lovely guy. He really wanted everyone to have a good time as well as work hard. I was very intimidated at the prospect of working with him because I had all these, uh, I had made all these assumptions about him based on his work. I thought he was going to be very odd and inaccessible, but... I found that he was really warm and funny and easy to work with. You don't understand where he comes from because when you meet him, he's a fairly normal person. He was extraordinary in ordinary circumstances. Okay. So, yeah. And uh, she also said that he's very secure in his sexuality and manliness. So good to know. And she doesn't think he has anything to prove as a man. When uh, when uh, so. he and James Conn and Peter Boyle got in that hot tub later, it wasn't gay. Yeah, because I was going to say gay, the whole ball yeah. fondling scene in the hot tub. That was kind of cool. But yeah, it went there. <laughs> uh, so um, uh, she said it's a oh. it's appealing and it's not calculated on his part. But something happens in the work environment for him. I guess uh, that is a catalyst for letting us into the deep reset of his peculiarity <laughs> after the action that's when you get the raving lunatic once you're in the cage <laughs> i hope in someone explained to you in advance about my peculiarity <laughs> <laughs> 
So apparently, uh, James Caan uh, tried to retire from acting in the eighties. Yeah, um, he was he was in he was in some movies that he absolutely hated, like um, and uh, and he was like uh, Godfather. He was originally <laughs> cast in the Holcroft Covenant, and he walked off it. Ooh. Um, and and uh, and he he thought he had enough money to retire. Then he found out his finances were all fucked. And he he said he literally didn't have money to feed the dogs, so he had to take the first thing that came along. And 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 he did, he had to, he had to call his way back. He got another role from Coppola, and he had to be bonded. Yeah, no. And then and then misery came along, and he was doing better. Um, oh, God, I, I think that's kind of so sad, but. But James James Con, you know, like in 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 the in the in the in the seventies and in the sixties too, like like he was he really, he really was something. I mean, yeah. and of course he was in Michael Mann's Thief, you know. But like he was in this movie in nineteen seventy four called The Gambler, where he's a college professor with a gambling addiction, and uh, and it's which is a serious take on gambling, by the way, not glamorized bullshit, yeah, yeah. you know. And it's a nice gritty seventies drama, you know. He he was in El Dorado with John Wayne, where he plays Alan Bedillion Traherne. Wasn't he also in the Conversation? You know? He was um mm-hmm. he was in the rain people he was in the rain people for for Coppola Ooh. for in sixty uh, nine with Robert Duvall um like uh, no but like he was he really was you know like like I think a lot of people kind of write him off it's like he was that one guy in The Godfather it's like but he was, really wasn't just that yeah. guy <laughs> he had a whole career guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I think that like it it kind of relates to this since it was with um it was Nick Cage's uncle yeah. But- I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, there's the the Coppola collection. The con- connection is always going to be the there. Um, uh, <laughs> one 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 thing. One thing. Uh, I I feel I feel compelled to mention. Uh, this this by the way is back to the the Cage connection because Cage is Heathcliff. Um, there, there's there's the part uh, at the at the country club there in Hawaii where where uh, Cage tries tries to yell for for Sarah Jessica Parker who's <laughs> oh, over by the yes. waves. And 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 she moors. said, "I heard my name being called on the wind. It was just like Wuthering Heights." <laughs> and I'm like, "Aha! But that's not from Wuthering Heights. That was in Jane Eyre. Wrong, Bronte. Wrong book. <laughs> Wrong." It was in Wuthering Heights. No, that's that's Jane Eyre. Yeah. Man. it was also in Wuthering Heights. How is it also in Wuthering I Heights if it's in Jane story. Eyre? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll admit I've only I've only I've seen two Wuthering Heights adaptations and two Jane Eyre adaptations. I've seen the Jane Eyre adaptations more recently. Wuthering Heights just has the ghost. Now was this one he was looking for Kappa Aa or Kappa Aa Aa? <laughs> the part where they're on the beach and his son shows up is like Dad, Dad, I hear the volcanoes <laughs> erupting. Let's jet over there, right? What's fast. the deal like, with oh, volcanoes? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're wealthy we're gonna just rush over to another island at, at a moment's notice so watch a fucking volcano go off so i'm like it's like man i want to beat up his son so hard i know yeah uh, and maybe i was supposed to but <laughs> you just can't afford to uh, buy a new tv after breaking it <laughs> <laughs> fancy it's like, man this show ain't no good <laughs> So, um, you know, uh, this, this movie also reminded me of like, yeah, you know, Elvis did a lot of good songs and uh, a lot of those songs sound better when Elvis performed them. True. Uh, this is like the I Am Sam soundtrack where most of it's just covers. <laughs> mm. uh, man. Oh, uh, but that brings us to the, um, I guess the climax of the Yeah, movie? let's mention that because it pisses me off. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll let yeah. you, you, you talk about it. I'm going to be over here. <laughs> 
the only flight that Cage could get into uh, into Vegas after he finds oh. out that they're flying back to Vegas to get married, um, he wants to stop it. So he flies back to Vegas, and the only flight he could find is with the... Oh, God. Oh, the hell, oh, with, oh, the Flying Elvises, Elvises the Utah chapter. That's it. But We're you, flying you left from out. San Jose to Las Vegas on a prop plane. Yeah, you left out also, he <laughs> went onto the runway with a sign that yeah. said Las well, Vegas. Well, okay, this is, this is uh, if, if we want to, if we want to get, get into this movie, uh, be, being a little bit dated, uh, the, the, all the, all the airport scenes actually really bring that home. Oh, yeah. Cause I yeah. remember flying as a kid in the 90s. You probably could just walk out onto the tarmac. There were a few times. Because yeah. there's there's the part where Ben Stein's holding up the line yes. <laughs> asking about the rewards card. Now wait a minute. <laughs> You're not even and, buying and, a ticket. And, and Cage comes up and yells like, We're all fine today. <laughs> Nobody orders a ticket online. It's nineteen ninety two. Nobody knows what the internet is. But but uh the, the the lady says, Sir, you need to quiet down. He says, Then what? I'll be arrested and put in airport jail. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, Well, yeah, actually. Which is funny exactly because he what actually was in real life around that time too. <laughs> oh shit, you didn't tell us that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tell us about how he actually got arrested and went to airport. He, he managed to 1992 airport some jail. That's that's kind of an achievement. He got in trouble because he was on a, a flight. I don't I, I don't remember where he was heading or uh, where he's coming from. But he, I guess he got bored. And Killed so he people. got on the intercom. <laughs> he whipped it out. <laughs> As you do. Um, he got on the intercom and said uh, that he was the captain and he wasn't feeling well. And that he, he was he was saying something like he's going to need help landing the plane. Wow. <laughs> he was worried he wasn't going to make it. This is your captain speaking, and I shouldn't have taken that Tylenol PM. Probably took about half the bottle right now. Oh, my God. Or I uh, can't tell which is the horizon or whether up is down. <laughs> we all may die. Um, Have a good day. He found out that apparently um, airlines tend to frown upon that <laughs> sort of behavior. Okay, yeah. If you do, if you do hellaciously stupid things, I guess you could go to airport jail in 1992. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know he got in trouble, but he <clears throat> he actually avoided going to jail. Oh well, so, well, okay. well yeah, he is, was a movie star by then. So, well, I think you know. it's more they know yeah, that yeah. when you're in jail with Cage, you're gonna die. <laughs> well, Cage's motto is maximum violence immediately. immediately. Exactly. Yeah. He has it tattooed yeah. on his dick. But. So, um, but, sorry, but you you were going on about our our uh, the exciting so, climax. Yes. I um, want you to tell about yeah. this climax because this is uh, this is I don't know what, I don't know where we're at for percentages, but this is definitely at least part oh, of why amazing. this movie. So, okay, uh, SJP and Khan are in Vegas, and she's like, well, wait a minute, I don't think I want to marry you, James Khan. And he was like, I'll give you a million dollars. And she's like, oh, uh, uh, what? Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I need to go take a wicked shit, so I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> she runs away and dresses up as a... Yeah, a showgirl. It's the Cotton Club yeah. all over It is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, she gets away, 
And uh, then she, uh, meanwhile, he, uh, uh, Cage is on the plane with the flying Elvises. The prop plane. Yeah. And, and yeah, he finds out what these guys are skydiving. <laughs> what? what size cape are you, sir? <laughs> Yes. Uh, 40 regular uh, uh, skydiving white what's a parachute uh, the fucking uh, light up suits and, and all of a sudden he has this fear that, of flying and heights yes. that was never previously established and they announced that the, the suits are $10,000 each So they, and they just have but, a spare one for yeah. him Yes, they and he is not required to wear an Elvis size. wig or sunglasses. Nope. And and the rest is like, this is perfectly normal, partner. It's fine. <laughs> it's apparently a big event, but you can come along. Before, but they're just like, here, I trust you with this ten thousand dollars suit. <laughs> that sounds like a proton pack when you push the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one who married Lisa Marie. Let him on. Yeah. <laughs> We popped some LSD before we got on this plane, so we don't care what you look like. We're jumping. This is back. <laughs> Wait, the red one or the yellow one? The red one or the yellow one? Red than yellow. Yellow than red. Play safe. Pull the orange one. Yes. Yeah, no, they so, got the... Uh, God damn. It's like uh, Elvis's rise. <laughs> Elvis's let your lights. Do please get us there, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they they make the jump, and some somebody gave the announcer his name as the new Elvis. <laughs> <way down>. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what you know? It just it just occurred to me: what the fuck were these guys doing? And oh, so they're the Utah chapter. Yeah. How did he? Shouldn't they have been flying from Utah? Somewhere from Nevada. You would have imagined. And you know they don't have airports in Utah. Yeah, or anal true. sex. Uh, to continue. <laughs> <laughs> so he jumps out, and he, um, even though he pulls both the uh, the right string and the emergency string, he somehow lives. And uh, makes and it onto the target, they're, and they're 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 also they're also those parasail uh, parachutes yeah. too. So like those are those do yeah. those, those even work the same? Yeah, yeah apparently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the announcer somehow has his name as the new uh, addition to the group, and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's character was it Betsy? Yeah, it's uh, Betsy. Overhears that and goes. Oh man, that's my man. <laughs> Is that my kid? <laughs> <laughs> and so she makes it over to him, and she manages uh, just to shoulder her way past security, as you do. Yes, and uh, James Khan, who has been built to look like this badass motherfucker you don't want to fuck with, who always gets his way, who seems to maybe have mafia ties. Um, he sees that, uh, Nick Cage jumped out of a, a plane for her and he says, that's it. It's yeah. all over. And he just kind of like, slinks off. Fucking what? It's like, with, with his friend yeah. Johnny Sandwich. He's like, it's like, it's over. He jumped out of a plane. <clears throat> what? <clears throat> Boss, I didn't see what was going on. I am confused and hungry. Go set up a game. <laughs> I will get food for my name is Johnny Sandwich. And that is my <laughs> yes. only interest in life. 
you know. And then uh, Cage says that he had a dream of his mother naked again, but this time his mother said that uh, she was happy for him getting married or something. Yeah, she smiled. It was a sign. Yeah. Yeah. So just cut in, just cut in that one part from Fiddler on the Roof and make it all better. (laughs) You must have heard wrong, Grandma. There's no tailor. Tradition. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it! So they get married. Uh, He gets married. uh, They get married in the chapel with the Elvises there. Sad Elvises. Yes, with the Elvises there, and she's dressed in her showgirl costume. And um, god awful music (laughs) while they're parachuting, and the exaggerated sound effects. Like every time they flip Mm -hmm. on the the lights for the Elvis suits, it makes this. Yeah, and don't forget the Elvis and, and, and light and, your fires. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, and 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 then there's there's those 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 really 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 done in the studio shots of them on the way down oh, with yeah. the other Elvis next to him, and 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 the guy opens his chute and gets pulled out of shot, and there's a pachoo sound. <laughs> And the, but, the uh, entire the head Elvis uh, Roy yeah. Bacon has that awesome line with, uh, well, as the king always said, there's nothing in this world foolproof other than a coupe de ville. And <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's your wisdom. Uh, that you I was going to say either that or saying to always have the good words come out of your mouth. And always have the good words come out of your mouth. Yeah. True, true. Poor Pat Marita. I mean, the Karate Kid Poor series was over. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, he, he did a movie uh, uh, set in Detroit with uh, with uh, freaking um, with freaking Jay Leno. Called Collision yeah. Course. Oh, that's right. Where there's there there's a stolen oh, there's this there's industrial espionage. There's a stolen part, and Pat Morita is a Japanese cop who was sent to retrieve it. And they're in Detroit, where everybody hates the Japanese. Yeah, it's, and the, and it's this late late eighties, early nineties buddy cop thing, and it's actually pretty good. Um, it has it has uh, Tom Noonan as as the big heavy in that one. Oh, um, yeah, from Manhunter. Um, <clears throat> Uh, it's it's a it's a lesser known movie for sure. There's a part in that movie where 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 uh, Pat Morita has a car coming at him in an alley and he jumps up and kicks the guys through the windshield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did that well, all the time. Uh, There's something that reminded me of this movie, at least the more successful, but still looking back on, just equally not as good as it was when you thought it was. Indecent proposal? No, <clears throat> was the uh, comedy. Uh, oh, City Slickers. Same thing. It had that early 90s uh, <laughs> cartoon beginning, lots of comical shit with look how stupid yeah. we are, but how heartwarming at the same time. And it's like that oh, still yeah. was horrible, especially with how the women were written in that. But it's like yeah. that was a little more well received. But it had Daniel Stern. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I feel like this This is this is a piece of a particular phase yeah. of, of mainstream American comedy. Is like, like I said, I think ranging around from 87 to as late as 93. Movies like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids oh, had yeah. that. Well, Man Trouble with Jack Nicholson and Ellen Barkin had that. You know, uh, there's, there, 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 there have been there was and there was that there was that movie. Um, oh, OK. There was that movie Loverboy where oh where, God, uh, where uh, Nick Dreamy is is oh the pizza God, delivery yes. gigolo with anchovies. Yeah, we're the fucking uh, <laughs> yeah, um, well, and license to it's kill. It's funny because like they were yeah, and to kill. <laughs> or if looks could kill. Sorry, but they were continue. Um, yeah, I oh, was gonna right, say yeah. like wait, <laughs> with a license to kill. <laughs> I can go, I'll go. It's straight for you. <laughs> 
I don't want to have to pay for the rights. Please don't. <laughs> we, we'd have to do it well for them to sue us. Yeah. <laughs> it's us. We're not in danger. It's already us. <laughs> <laughs> you're the devil in disguise. Oh, yes, you are. You are. And, uh, the devil in disguise. The, uh, uh, Andrew Bergman uh, said that Nick all. wasn't exactly what, they, what he was picturing for this movie. Yeah. And of course, like this is coming off of like you know stuff like Wild at Heart and uh, Vampire's Kiss and a bunch of like wacky maybe that explains some Cage things. shit. Honestly, when this movie began, <laughs> I thought this was just Nick Cage in real life, just putting on obviously fake mustaches, watching people. <laughs> <laughs> Meet Sabalza. I sell you watch. No, hey, I wear jogging suit. I'm not taking your Bobby, picture. Bobby. I just like to observe life. Don't don't Bobby, mind me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh he's the quote nick wasn't exactly what i had pictured for it but he had a passion about it he came in and he read and he was this guy i was surprised when he first presented himself for the role because it seemed odd he had done such odd things but he read and he was sensational wait a minute that's that's another thing though Mm-hmm. It's like the, the, you get mm-hmm. you get no no the, the 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 you just you just you just you just mentioned the mustache thing like yeah. him being a PI that mm-hmm. just like the narration that is completely lost after the beginning yeah, like well, he never displays yeah. any PI skills or anything like that like this should have been him being like oh wait I'm a PI well, and I'm using yeah, that you know, to like get out of the situation well, even then now that you mention it because like he should have been able to find Tommy yeah. What, what the fuck yeah, is no, yeah, he, he's, 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 he's calling an operator being like, there are sections of Kauai? Yeah. Well, even yes. then, they don't really specifically say he's a PI, just imply it because he says he just follows people around that believe their spouses are cheating on them. Right. And, yeah. No, yeah. He's, he's like the kind that just gets the pictures. But like, that's still, he's, he's still, he's still technically a brother Shane yeah. there. He's still And still, like Linda was pointing yeah. out too, it's the fact he can't pay back the money that he owes the guy, but he can fly to and from fucking Hawaii twice. <laughs> and then go back to Vegas. It's like, okay, the money's got to be coming somewhere unless he's just yeah, sucking yeah. dick on the corner. Yes. I, I, I think, I think we might be, be, be facing uh-huh. another, another, uh, eras thing and that, uh, that poverty looks a lot different now. Yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. True. And then uh. I, I, I'm wondering how she magically got the time off from being a teacher to to go on all these adventures. Um, all her kids, their fathers vacated, and uh, all of a yeah. sudden, their mothers didn't take them anymore. Chat support. <laughs> well, also, why would they just? Well, if they had a suit made for Cage that was perfectly suited for him, I guess it was the same thing. With any woman can run into a changing room full of showgirls and then suddenly dress up like them yeah. and get makeup. And- you, you know, that's that's the thing though. It's like if this had been a comedy that was doing its job properly, if it, if they had raised that level of madcap, that we wouldn't even be raising these questions. Yeah, well, then I have to raise you a question. And, Would you have actually enjoyed it more? You think if they had used more of his PI thing, like him snooping around in obvious fake costumes, or even like Beverly Hills Ninja well, type shit? I'm, I'm feeling like they they, they use it. He was a character for whom they gave two things at the beginning, and and I'm just mad that neither of those things are there yeah. at the end. 
It would either have been a thing about him, like, like I feel like if this if this had been an, an, an 80s comedy, actually, he would have had like a Sam Spade obsession or something. Oh like yeah, that, definitely. You know, yeah. and 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 he would have become equal to it towards the end, you know, to get back the woman he loved, you know, or you know, you just have a thing where it's like, yeah, he's not much of a detective, you know, and it's and and but the the real the real story would be about him getting over his neurosis. The gambler yeah. would be more of a distraction, like a smaller hurdle, and wouldn't do things like have goombas or yeah. whisk her away to Hawaii, you know, and that way you'd have a comedy that was about like, you know, a little bit more about characters. Well, it would have helped uh, to have a little Right, there's no hero's journey. No. It's just like all of a sudden, like no character development. It's just all of a sudden like, oh, I had a dream and my mom's cool. Yeah, and she said, you jumped out of a plane for me. And it's like, well, what wasn't he doing before? It's like there's 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 a there's something missing. (laughs) He he was jostling or whatever they called it. Yeah, Jocelyn. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's also no, so nonchalant. I mean, like you said, if they had built up like the bookie knowing this guy's name, but not saying specifically what he did, mm-hmm. and everyone just acting like, "Oh my god, he's so powerful!" Apparently, he can call an airline and cancel an entire fucking flight. But right, at the same yeah, time, no, it's like just yeah. reaches out his yeah, hand. Yeah, it's, it's like okay, so eh, the ending. He's like, yeah, so what? She wouldn't forcibly marry me. Eh, so what? He won't pay me sixty five thousand dollars. Eh, fuck it, let him do their thing. Well, no, it's like that's that's the thing. This is this is fucking Dracula. So it, <laughs> yeah. it, it's the, that that means the burden is on James Caan to be bigger than he is. No, the burden now is on Sarah Jessica uh, Parker. <laughs> it's like yeah, her no, yeah, they, 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 would, yeah, well, yeah, no, they would have to they would have to make her into anything more than what she was <laughs> yeah. you know because like they, they got her she's like well you know you you turns out that that the, your whole reason for getting me here was like staged with this fake card game and i should be really creeped out but i do want to get married really hard <laughs> and james Conn's yeah. like if, if, if just give me a minute i'm just gonna slow motion kiss you and you can just kind of stop you can stop me any any yeah time? yeah any yes. oh, oh and, and look it happened i don't i don't i don't think it was wrong Okay, and to be honest, like, after all my my bitching about, like, her character uh, and the sloppy writing with her, um, I I, I love my husband dearly. He's my soulmate. Carlo. But if that were me, I'd be like, uh, I'd look at his fucking mansion and I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll marry a bitch. Let's do this thing. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, baby. (laughs) No, oh, wait, wait. Was that the deal breaker? Because she she looks a little conflicted and then the car is like, well, it wouldn't be fair to put you where my dead wife lived. How about Bridgeport, Connecticut? Would would you like that? (laughs) Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh my God. Who are you? Ew. <laughs> I just realized you're old. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh back back to back to uh back back to our 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 movie guru uh, Roger Ebert who unabashedly yeah. loved this movie. Uh he he was he was delighted by the by the skydiving elvises. <laughs> Delighted. He thought he thought the the movie was uh, so deftly did the movie have a progression of events that by the time you get to the skydiving Elvises, it's just logical. <laughs> well, the movie yeah. was oh, the movie was pretty progressive. There was an Elvis that cupped another Elvis's ass in the lobby. That's right. <laughs> so we got um, that going. But for us. Uh, I feel like the entire the huh. entire the entire Elvis impersonator uh, sub theme there is 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 a thing that Roger Ebert himself referred to at another time as joking the joke. 
Yeah. By 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 not actually having a joke, but presenting something that's kind of goofy and be like, "Oh, look, see that? That guy has a small hat and a funny car. It's funny." Yeah. That, yeah. And that's 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 why he uh, downvoted movies like My Favorite Martian and and uh, Drowning Mona, which are also not good, but it's the same as this. Mm. Yeah. Well. Well, and I, I guess this kind of solidifies Nick Cage's. I guess obsession with Elvis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've, we've I, had it. We've had it come in, in a few forms. Yeah, I would here. have said yeah. him solidifying yeah. his obsession with Elvis was marrying her daughter, his daughter. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not yet. <laughs> that was a score that for that another time. That's the future. <laughs> that's a, a future tales from the cage. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, Nicholas Cage say, was uh, gladiator oh. and warrior and king. <laughs> He said, quote, I like what Elvis turned into physically. I know that he probably wasn't feeling well, but he became really, really big. You're saying this and all I can picture is him dead on a toilet, bloated. I'm a He's horrible human being. <laughs> He said, one night I was watching the, the documentary, This Is Elvis, and by the time we got to him doing karate in a jumpsuit, I was just howling on the floor at the tragedy and absurdity of the situation. And that's when I knew I loved Elvis. I was watching the documentary Bubba Hotep. <laughs> was filmed in real time. <laughs> Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> and then he met his cousin who was his identical twin. <laughs> and and he wrote, raced cars and um uh, <laughs> Do we even want to try and uh, He did equate him. Hmm? He did equate him to King Lear. Mother he of said God. um he was the hot rebel in the 50s, an icon, and he was King Lear and the buffoon at the end. <laughs> I felt his career was the ultimate myth. Boy. Uh, do we even so want to attempt what were you going to, uh, to suggest? Do we even want to attempt to try and face let's, this let's off? Let's train wreck scale for a second, though. Let's train wreck scale. Is, do you guys think this is this is this is more or less horribly misguided than uh, Albert Brooks's Lost in America? Uh, I would just say this was miscast more than anything. <sighs> yeah, none of these people belong. No, there. they didn't. Um, I don't know. I I didn't mind Sarah Jessica Parker. It maybe like well, no. I I don't. I, mean, I don't mind her as an actress, but I feel like even she is slumming here. Yeah. I mean, even for like a leading well, role part. I realize that you know it's it's an early leading role from her, and the movie yeah. did kind of make money. Like it, I think it cost twenty five million mm -hmm. and made like thirty. Well, yeah, because I was like, I was gonna say earlier, it squeaked um, by. Me and Linda saw this in theaters when it came out because it was like a big. Oh Jesus thing. Christ! Yeah. yeah. No, I I do remember. I remember from when it was advertised, and I remember thinking like like skydiving Elvis is the movie sounds yeah. stupid. I like the Beatles. You know? <laughs> 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 I think that was us too. Yeah. And then years later, I saw it on TV with my parents, and I'm like, this is this is terrible. There's no excuse for this. Uh but yeah. um, and I didn't even have standards yet. Go ahead, Linda. Do you guys feel ready for face? Um, uh, I was gonna yeah, say earlier. Well, I'll let you start. Maybe you inspire me. Yeah, I was gonna say earlier. I really didn't think I would want to do this, but now I'm kind of thinking if you replaced Khan with Michael Keaton and replaced Cage oh, with you know like what? Val Kilmer, oh. it may have been something oh. amazing. <laughs> you know, you know what? That that might be appropriate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I'm going to need yep, a couple That's of oddly <laughs> prophetic right there. Wow. It's like, at least then you Actually, can understand I'm, her falling for fucking Michael Keaton. Well, I, I, no, I was thinking it. I was thinking of casting choices, though, and the fact yeah. that that even though James James Con is is a good actor and he's been good in comedy oh, at, yeah. at various times, um, I, I was I was actually thinking about Mad Dog Glory, where Bill Murray did a turn as like oh. as like kind of a heavy guy, and I thought mm. like maybe maybe that would have been it, like have kind of like a like a like a like a subtle like you know different kind of brow comedy. I would take Bill yeah. Murray if yeah, it was but... Bill Murray and Kingpin, complete with the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I would want somebody sexier. That's why I chose uh, my dream team is John Cusack as Jack, the cage character. Oh, that's perfect shit. Kind of funny. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, okay, now, this is, I think, I'm really proud of this one. As We're way Betsy, better at this the, than Mike um, Fenton is. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think so. As the Betsy character for Sarah Jessica Parker, I would say Gina motherfucking Davis. Because oh, she's hot dude. and she can do comedy. Now, finally, as James Conn's character, Tommy, <laughs> uh, I would choose Tom Petty because I wouldn't be grossed out by it. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be better than the I, other movie he did. Postman? Postman. Postman. <laughs> I know. You the only movie he did besides Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they, they, I'm glad, glad other people out there know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, although I'm also saddened that you actually had to sit through Postman, just like I did. <laughs> rad Postman, rad. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Waterworld without water, <laughs> uh, without anything. Uh, I'm Kevin fucking Costner. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who do we, who do we pick for the insurmountable supervillain? Will Patton. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I kind of had a strange son, uh, and then I died like really early in the movie. I used to be a like, photocopy really expert. Now I'm a murderer. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, did you guys find any KG wisdom in this? Uh, um, Hukalani? Mekaleka hi, Mecca Heidi ho. Uh, no marriage is worth uh, all this. Oh, it, it, no, know all the words to every song in uh, South Pacific, and you'll be able to get out of any, any situation. That's true. The chief was getting into that. <laughs> so, uh, that's oh, that, that, wait, that's another question. Was was Peter Boyle's character supposed to be a white guy obsessed with thinking that he was a chief, or was he really supposed to be? An or was it man? just a playoff of Joe versus the volcano? Oh, that's we keep coming back to that. That movie is so much better than I these. know. <laughs> you can do an entire year of a podcast just devoid, just dissecting it and getting into it. Man, so maybe instead of uh, Bad Lieutenant, we do to <laughs> uh, Victoria uh, Tenet. Joe versus the volcano. yeah. Next week we're watching Joe versus the volcano. <laughs> this is a Shyamalan twist. And the week after that, we're doing Joe versus <laughs> yeah, the volcano. And then big, <laughs> we're doing that for Christmas. <laughs> and 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 for things that are better than the movies that we watch, I did watch some more Renegade. Ooh, Renegade. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I um, cried uncle and stopped. <laughs> well, I just got my copy of Lust in the Dust to watch tonight, so that's what I'm getting through on. Oh, shit. Actually. Oh, shit. Well, um, I would say that the, the only wisdom I could find is to discuss the relationship and be honest with what you want. 
I mean, if they would have just fucking done that from the beginning, I mean, well, you wouldn't have. Well, if you had common sense, then you would have walked away from the whole thing. But yeah. And uh, everybody in Las Vegas is from New York. Yeah. And on that same topic, too, the thing that always bothered me with things like this and Indecent Proposal is when you have a situation like this where someone says, I will pay you X amount of money to be with your wife or girlfriend for a week, weekend, whatever. And then when they're with you, they decide to tell you, oh, if you were my wife or girlfriend, I would never put you up. It's like, bitch, you just paid money to spend time with me. How does this make you the better person? Yeah, that's a- <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, I In Decent Proposal, by that- the way, that was a documentary. That's just how Robert wrote it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a reason he gets laid in every one of his yeah, movies. Like, I want you guys <laughs> to just film me 24-7. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that we missed it, but uh, I'd say that the greatest kernel of cagey wisdom in this movie is that if you ever want something from Tony Shalhoub, grab him by the Yeah, balls. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I can't take a picture. Oh, uh, present God, balls. <laughs> That's another thing, by the way, is that James Conn shows up at this casino and just insults and intimidates all the staff members yeah. immediately. And it's like, how come you even have a swimming pool? The sun's out. The sun could kill you. It's like, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're fucking with me, right, sir? My name's Gary. Speaking you know, And, and uh, in Roger Ebert's review, it's like, yeah, James Conn was such a nice guy. Why did he turn creepy at the end? It's like, he was creepy the whole time. What were you getting, popcorn, you fat yes. bastard? Well, speaking of creepiness, and also when you mentioned uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, that reminded me of uh, Stuart Gordon almost directing that. And I kind of got shit. a little more Cthulhu vibe because when Cage and Sarah Jessica Parker had made love in their room and talked about the mirror on above their bed – and he was talking God. about how lovely his Whose ass, ass looked. Was that? I'm kind of like, did he do some fucking Cthulhu shit and just like slink his head around? Is it like a giraffe neck that just expels from his body? <laughs> 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 Would have made a better yeah, movie. It's just, it's just like it's just like from beyond or Chud. Yeah, we're gonna get married. <laughs> Nick Cage is the thing. just give him a. Second head, like in uh, oh, Hitchhiker's Nick Cage Guide versus to the Galaxy. Jeffrey Combs. Oh, oh hell yeah, he could be. Yeah, so it's like this is a good bet. We should totally risk our girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose this is the time where we say, please, please, please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podcoin, and YouTube. If you don't have a Podcoin account and you'd like to make one, be sure to use the code CAGESKISS, all is one word, no apostrophe, to get extra points for you and for us. And while I'm at it, I want to say a big thank you to uh, Nico Lex 23 and SMFF Podcast for giving us awesome And also for Thanks, your mother's guys. sweet loving. <laughs> <laughs> and also for your mother. <laughs> for all the dreams I've had of your mother making. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was just the comic gold right there. <laughs> you guys have any uh, plugs? Uh, yeah, this movie's gonna make my hair fall out. I'm gonna need some hair plugs. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Uh, pe- pe- people at at home, you should still check me out on YouTube under A. A. Smith or Leo the Fox because I actually am putting content on there lately. Yeah, and uh, go go look at my DeviantArt uh, 
under Leo the Fox because I'm doing a series of Edgar Rice Burroughs fan arts with Maze Borders. And I guess I would plug, look for me at your local Arby's. I'll be handing out AOL discs just to see if anyone still remembers those. Otherwise, I'm on Twitter as Unreal Goals and The Boy Who Blew on RedTube. How come they got rid of those two little burgers, you know, with the onion straws in? Oh, Why'd they yeah, get rid of the little sliders. <laughs> They got rid of them little siders and they replaced it with different siders that cost them Now they got those gyros or gyros or gyros. What? what? I don't want me no gyro. I don't speak no Greeks. Yeah. (laughs) I don't speak no Italian. Dead Greek. That's all like Mexican to me. Arbus. Remember, you could find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and on Twitter at Cage's Kiss. All one word, no apostrophe again. Uh, you can visit our website at cageskiss.com and you can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. And we will be seeing you next week with Amos and Andrew. Yay. Amos and Yay. Andrew. Yay. Amos and Andrew show. Amos and. Wait, no. Amos and Andrew. It's a movie you might. You brought me to Las Vegas and you turned me into a whore! (laughs) (laughs) Wise men say it took a day to turn Linda to a whore. (laughs) (laughs) I heard she hooked. She'll turn some tricks some more. James Conn, you know where I'm at. Cage has left the building. Cage. 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 Cage.